morning. If y'all would, open your Bibles to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1. Today we're going to be looking at verses 40 through 45. Now, I'm going to ask y'all a question. How many commandments are in the Bible? How many commandments are in the Bible? Are there 10 or 11? Now in Exodus 22 through 17 and Deuteronomy 5, 6 through 21, we find that there are 10 commandments listed. But then, if you turn over to John chapter 13, verse 34, we find the 11th commandment. Jesus says, A new commandment give I unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. 
So the 11th commandment is to love. That's the 11th commandment. So we have 11 commandments. We have 10 in the Old Testament, and then we have the 11th in the New Testament. And today we're going to look at the 11th commandment. Look at Mark chapter 1, verses 40 through 45. It's written, And there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeled down unto him, and said to him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus had compassion, and put forth his hand, and touched him, and said to him, I will, be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was made clean. And after he had given him a straight commandment, he sent him away forthwith and said unto him, See thou say nothing to any man, but get thee hence and show thyself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimonial unto them. But when he was departed, he began to tell many things and to publish the matter so that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city, but was without in desert places and they came to him from every quarter. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you, Lord, for this day that you have given us. I thank you, Lord, for all the many blessings that you bestowed upon us. And Lord, at this time, I just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Lord, just be with us today as we worship. Just give us an insight and understanding into your word. And Lord, if there's anyone here today that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, if there's anyone that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts today. And Lord, I also just pray that you would be with those that could not make it today, those that may be traveling, those that are sick and shut in, those that have lost loved ones. We just lift each one up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. And again, Lord, I just pray that you would be with me today, Lord. Give me the words to say and hide me behind the cross that the words that are spoken would be your words. And Lord, I also just pray that you would bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, in this passage of Scripture, we see the 11th commandment at work. We see the 11th commandment at work. Here we have the story of Jesus healing this leper. Now, this was an act of love and compassion on Jesus. Jesus showed love and compassion to this, to this leper. Now, why? Because lepers were unclean. They were unclean. They had to wrap themselves in these bandages to protect their sores. And whenever Isaiah says that our righteousness is like a filthy rag, that's what he has in mind, the the rags that the lepers would wrap themselves in. If they saw someone coming towards them on the street, they would have to yell, unclean, 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 so these people would know that they had leprosy and that they were unclean. They were shunned by their friends and family. They were not allowed to enter into many of the cities. They couldn't enter into the cities. They had to stay outside of the cities instead of entering the cities. They had to beg for food and hope that someone would get close enough to them so they could get something to eat. 
They couldn't worship in the temple. They could not worship in the synagogues. They were outcasts. Now, why were they outcasts? Because in the law, they were unclean. Leprosy is a contagious disease. And they had to, by law, be placed outside of the congregation of Israel until they were declared clean and healed. Yet look at the love and compassion that Jesus had on this man. Someone who was considered unclean. The leper comes to Jesus and he kneels down in front of Jesus and he begs. It says he beseeches Jesus, he begs that Jesus would heal him. Begging. And look at what he says. If thou wilt, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. If you will it, you can heal me. He had heard about Jesus and the healings that Jesus had done so far. And he just says, you know, if you will it, you can, you can make it happen. You can heal me. You can cure me. And then look at what Jesus says. He says, I will. I will. Be thou clean. But I want you to notice, and this is where we see the compassion and love of Christ coming into play. I want you to notice something. Look at what it says right before Jesus heals him in verse 41. It says that Jesus put forth his hand and touched him. Jesus touches him. Before Jesus cures the man, Jesus reaches out his hand and touches this leper. Jesus touches a man considered unclean by society. Jesus touches a man that had been shunned by his families and friends. Jesus touches a man that has to yell out that he's unclean to everyone he sees. He touches a man, again, that was no longer able to worship in the temple and synagogue. He touches a man that had to beg for his very sustenance. Why did Jesus touch him? Think about it. Jesus didn't have to touch him to heal him. We see this with the centurion's servant. The centurion comes up to Jesus and says, you know, if you, all you have to do is say the word and my servant will be healed. And Jesus heals the servant. All Jesus had to do was think it. And this leper would be healed. So why did he touch the leper? First, it was an act of compassion. We're not told how long this man had leprosy, but we do know that 
from the time he was declared unclean until the time Jesus touched him, no one else had laid a hand on him. It could have been years. Second, Jesus was showing that the man was no longer shunned. Jesus wasn't going to shun him. He touches him. And he heals the man. But I want you to notice something else. What happens? Jesus tells the man not to tell abroad what Jesus had just done. He says instead, go to the temple. Go to the priest and give the offering that is required by the law. Now, why would Jesus say that to him? He didn't say that to the centurion. Because according to the law, only the priest could declare someone clean. They had to go show themselves to the priest, give the offering that's required in the law for the cleansing, and then the priest would declare the man clean, and then he would be able to get back into society. But instead, what does this man do? He's just been healed. He tells everybody. He tells everybody that he had been healed. But notice something. Even though he didn't do everything Jesus asked, did Jesus put the leprosy back on him? No. Now, how do we know that? Because it says the man had spread what had happened so far and wide that Jesus was no longer able to enter into the city. The man was cleaned of his leprosy and he remained clean of his leprosy. So instead of being able to go into the city, Jesus had to stay outside of the city and the people would have to come to him because so many people were coming. But look back at verse 41. Jesus touches the leper. That's an act of love and compassion on someone who was pretty much at that time hated by everyone in society. Showing love and compassion to a man considered unclean now go back to John, to the new commandment. A new commandment. Give I unto you that you love one another as I have loved you that ye also love one another. Here is a man with leprosy and Jesus touches him. Now, what's the first thing that entered into your mind when I said Jesus touched this leper? Was it ooh? Jesus touched this man that had leprosy? Gross. I can't believe he touches that man. Well, here's the thing. As Christians, every single one of us needs to touch the leper. Treat 
True love, self-sacrificial love, also brotherly love that Jesus talks about, that Jesus says that every Christian should have, would make us or should make us touch the leper and show compassion. Love has us touching the leper. Love should have us loving the unlovable. Love should have us loving the filthy, the sinful, the people that are outcast by society. Why? Because we are to show the world Jesus Christ. And we're to show the world the love of Christ. People should see Jesus in us. And you know what that means? It means Jesus would touch the leper. Because he did. It also means that we should touch the leper. That we should follow that 11th commandment just as much as we follow the the ten in the Old Testament. Jesus would touch the leper every time the leper would come to him. Think about something else. Would Jesus stay outside of a filthy house or would he go into someone's filthy house and eat lunch with them? He would go into the filthy house and eat lunch. He would eat lunch with the person. Jesus would have compassion on the poor, on the needy, the outcast. Jesus would go into the slums, the alleys, into the darkest jungle. You see, Jesus would not look at how poor someone is. Jesus would not look at what someone was wearing. Jesus would not look at the sores that were covering someone or the filthy rags they had to wrap their sores. Jesus would show love. He would show compassion. He would not look at how clean or filthy someone is. You see, Jesus would touch the untouchable. He would touch the leper and in doing so he showed and acted out the 11th commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. I want you to love one another that way. He would show love and compassion to anyone that needed love and compassion. And as Christians, we're to do the same. We're to show love and compassion to anyone we meet, regardless of who they are or what they look like or what they're wearing or how sick they are or what they have done. Because Jesus has given us a new commandment. A new commandment give I unto you that you love one another as I have loved you.
that you lo also love one another. And that's the type of love we're to show to all those that we meet. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, I just thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, that you have given us the examples that you have in your word that we can live by. And Lord, I just pray again that if there's any here today that needs to make any decision, if there's anyone here today that needs to just know you as Lord and Savior, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us and overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.